Let's do better unto the Lord. Put your hands together to the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Tell your neighbor, welcome to the month of February. Oh, tell the person again, say, welcome to the month of February. Tell another person, welcome to the month of love. Where you will experience love yeah say it my way say love hallelujah glory to jesus this month you will experience the love of god you will experience the grace of god i said you will experience the love of god you will experience the grace of god clap your hands and shout a big hallelujah please be seated be seated somebody say amen but this morning i believe somebody's going to be blessed if you are the one you will say a big amen. amen i said i believe somebody is going to be blessed amen. hallelujah amen. all right lift up your bible whilst you are seated and say with me say this is my bible it is the word of god i believe what it says i am I can do what he says I can do. I'm not a hearer only. I'm a doer of the word. Wave your Bible and say amen. Wow. If you don't have a Bible, wave your hand at me. Wave your hand. If you don't have a Bible, wave your hand. And ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But within the beast, I want to say, I don't know, yes, sir. I don't know, yes, sir. never come to church without a bible can i hear somebody say amen, amen. all right but this month we are going to be talking about love and i'm trusting god that our love relationships will get better in jesus name amen. why are you not saying amen? amen i'm trusting god that this year it will be somebody's year to marry and marry very well in jesus name and those of you who are married we are trusting god that this year your marriage will get better and better in the name of jesus christ somebody give god praise and give him glory amen you see the thing about um love relationships and all of that is that it is so 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 important no matter how much god blesses you you will never spend that blessing alone and the worst thing that can happen to any man in this life is to have negative people giving you negative energy all around so you go to work you are at peace when there is love around you is that correct you come home in fact before you come home you are in a hurry to come home because you know there is so much love at home you come to church and you you are not in a hurry to leave church because you feel so much love in the church so love is a very very important thing the bible says in the book of corinthians that three things will abide forever who can tell me what those three things are Uh uh-huh one faith yes number two hope and then number three and love these three things will abide forever these three things will abide forever but this morning i want to start by saying that this month we will do a number of things so if you are not married you will be very blessed if you are married I say, why are you looking at me like that <laughs> if you are married to this month you'll be very blessed now some of the weeks or there are some of the times 
we will not just be preaching or teaching like we usually do. Today, when we close, I'll give you a number. I want everybody who married or unmarried, you have a question about relationship, marriage, or something like that, you can send it to. One of the days, we are going to have a general discussion. But because of our service time, we can't pass on microphones and things like that. So I will expect all the things to come ahead of time so that we can address certain things. Um, not that you should, um, how do you call it, add your names. You can send the messages. You don't need to add your name. You don't need to say who you are if you, if you don't have to. I mean, it's, it, it won't be very necessary to do that. Is that okay? So that we can have a good interaction. Are you with me? Is it a good idea? All right. If it's a good idea, say a better amen. amen. All right. But this morning, I'm going to be speaking largely from this book. And um, there are, you need to write because there are things I'm going to say which may not be in the book and, uh, and so on and so forth. So you need to take note of some of the things I'm going to say. But I'm going to be talking about choosing a mate or selecting a mate. Selecting a mate. Um, something happened in the course of the week which really got me excited. I posted somewhere on social media a pastor friend of mine who was celebrating his birthday and a dear daughter of mine, she's not in this church. Immediately she messaged me. Are you listening to the story I'm sharing? All right. Immediately she messaged me and said, Bishop, who is this? And I said, oh, it's my friend. He said, is he married? And I said, no, he's not married. He said, Bishop, I think I like him. Yeah. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. But I was very, very happy and excited about her. Because she's not like some of you are laughing. She didn't pretend. Am I talking to somebody? So, after a while, I, I got busy. I stopped chatting her. Then she kept on sending me messages. Even this morning, she sent me one. She said, Bishop, I want to be his friend. So, yesterday, I told my friend, talk to my wife. So, my wife spoke to her. My wife said, Give, let them exchange numbers and become friends. You never know. But, I want you to open your ears very, very well. Because some of you, this year, by fire, by thunder, you must marry. Even if you are married, say amen for somebody who is not married. Yeah. Huh? I have a certain suit. I have not worn it before. I am waiting to wear it at your wedding. Yeah. Huh? I want you to be the first person whose wedding I will wear that suit to. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Alright. But many people after marriage find themselves as strangers in their marital homes. It is said that about 75% of married men and about 90% of married women, about 75% of married men and then 90% of married women, after marriage, begin to think that they married the wrong person. So most people marry and after marriage, they think that, oh, I've married the wrong person. I should, ah, I shouldn't have married this person. But most of the marital problems we have does not begin in marriage. It begins before we marry. And so if you are not married, you must be very interested in what happens or what you do before you marry. And not just think that once you marry, that is the end of it. If somebody understand what I'm talking about. Now, that is not to say that if you marry and then you are feeling like that, when you go home, you say to your wife, Aha, some kind. Make us say we're a wrong person. So when we say, and the bishop confirmed it. No, once you marry, it is full stop. Somebody say full stop. Uh, even if you think you married the wrong person, God will make the wrong person become the right person for you. So if you marry in this church, we we don't look at any girl, don't look at any man again. You are finished. Stay there. You chose. You are with it. If there is a problems, God will solve your problem for you. Every marriage has its own ups and downs. So yours is not an exception. Is somebody understand what I'm talking about? Ah, are you here? Uh-huh. 
now, 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 now you sound like you are here all right a lot of christians have the wrong notion that once they marry a christian everything will be smooth some people think that oh, once i marry a christian the person hey girl no are you just fire or buttons are the voice it's not true hey me say when you be bishop say no preachy no yeah oh when you be bishop it's a lie go ask my wife if somebody understand what i'm talking about so it is a wrong notion to think that oh, once i marry a christian everything will be fine it's not true it's not true and then you know out of the guarantee and security that makes one's marriage work for a person is the choice they make the guarantee of your marriage working or our marriage is working is the choices we make you make a right choice you are guaranteed of a better marriage you make a wrong choice god is your helper god will help you the bible says in hebrew um, proverbs chapter 18 verse 22 proverbs 18 22 it says he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtaineth favor from the lord anyone who finds a wife has found a good thing and will obtain favor from the lord now this means that if a man is not married there are certain favors he will not get from the lord but it doesn't mean that if you are not married you are not complete please you understand what he's saying he says that when you find a wife you obtain favor so there are certain favors that only comes to a person when they marry however it doesn't mean that if you are not married god is not with you no i i understand this scripture a lot before i got married i used to live in a single room somewhere in achimota in some very very serious corner serious corner somewhere the day i married we moved into is it a chimney hall or two bedroom two bedroom uncompleted that was a blessing uncompleted two bedroom house <laughs> but even though it was uncompleted that was a step forward are you understand what i'm talking about and then later on not knowing our landlord had done some electrical connections so when we were disconnected we stayed in the house for how many years one year there was no light in the house but it was still a blessing better than my single room in the corner somewhere and then one step after the other i've seen the favor of god and sometimes wondering hey when we give birth to a child with all these financial problems how will we take care of the child then we give birth to a child god made a way we had a second child god made a way we had a third child god made a way the children had to go to school we're wondering with this salary how can these children go to school then god made a way so when you marry there is a certain favor you experience from the lord i pray that may you find that favor in jesus mighty name amen. oh i don't like your amen i said may you find that favor in jesus name amen. are you listening to what i'm saying amen. yeah especially those of you who are not married don't sit down and do like you know you know don't don't care <laughs> you whether even if you have chosen already listen carefully you may have to rethink certain things again is somebody understanding what i'm saying all right now there are some people who to, who also talk down on marriage these are doctrines of the devil and nowadays when you listen especially you ladies listen when you're a christian there are things we don't expect you to use your mouth to see when you listen to certain radio stations and certain feminine supposed programs when they talk down on marriage and you know as a woman you don't have to sit down and marriage is not this and then you know if you're not married you are what what and you can't bring a man to your house he'll come and tell you what to do and come on man bible says that marriage is honorable before the lord marriage is honorable before the lord so don't follow such doctrines of the devil paul calls it doctrines of devils where now there are ladies coming up nowadays they are interested you know after all if i can have a child and recently i got to hear that sperm banks are being opened in ghana now 
Yeah. You know what a sperm bank is? Yeah. You go and donate your sperm. In Europe, it's been there all these years. In America, when you go to the sperm bank as a woman, you say, oh, I want a white man. I want a man who is this high. Uh, maybe he should be six feet tall. Um, I want a man who has lawyers in his family. I want a man who is this, that, that, that. So they will look through their uh, records to see, and then they say, okay, we found one for you. You don't you see the man, but the man's sperm is there. Then they fertilize your eggs, and then you give birth. So it, it, it's coming to Ghana, and now people can actually get pregnant without a man. Because I don't want any man who later on come and struggle with me about the child and all those things. All these things are doctrines of the devil. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? Yeah. And if you're a lady and you want to marry, don't talk down on marriage. If you say it, you will get it. So say better things. If you want to marry, say, I want to marry. Can I hear a lady with somebody say, I want to marry? Hey. We are tripping. Those three people, may God bless you with marriages in Jesus' name. Ah, why all of you, why a loud amen? I thought I had only three people. If you're a man, say, I want to marry. That's right, that's are my men. You see, the voices of the men are more than the ladies. Don't let the men go outside. Though. Ladies, if you want to marry, say, I want to marry. I got ten. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, so quickly let's talk about dating. Let's talk about dating, or what we call going out, dating somebody. It is very important to be friends for a while before you propose to somebody. A lot of Christians we've turned this thing upside down. When people say they are dating, now what it means is that they are in a relationship. But dating is supposed to be different from courtship. Dating and courtship are not the same. And church, I beg you, please listen to me very, very well. Listen very, very carefully. Before you propose to somebody, at least you must know the person. You must be friends with the person. I know some of you are thinking, Bishop, don't you believe in love at first sight? <laughs> well whether it is love at first sight or not it will not replace the place of common sense so the fact that you see somebody you see and we are africans and we are christians you don't it is sometimes europeans and things and you know sometimes some of that i was telling my children some of the things we think europeans and americans do it is an exaggeration I used to tell them, I say, sometimes what they portray on TV is like every black American is a gangster. Every black American is a, you know, yo-yo. No. I, by the grace of God, I've been to America several times. I've been to Europe several, I've been to different European countries several times. Those things you see where black Americans are doing yo-yo, it is maybe a fraction. Once in a while you meet such people. You think that these white people when they meet somebody and they love the person or then they kneel down then they take a ring then they marry in the street then we are married no it's not true last year october was it october or november i went to uk and i preached in the church the pastor is um not married he's Ghanaian, but he's courting a white lady and he's telling me that they are so they were supposed to marry but there were some few issues so you know they are waiting to resolve those issues what are the issues the lady is purely british white 100 percent british her parents have some few issues what are the issues number one the parents have a problem that the girl is still in school they will say she must finish school before the girl is over 20 something years old so when you think that oh eh, it's a camera brochure 18 years i can do what i like who told you if somebody understand what i'm talking about and then so they said that was one of the problems and two the problem they have is that the age difference they are not too convinced so they are praying about it purely british parents so drop this idea that you know 
and some of the things we are copying here they are, even the white people they don't do it like that <laughs> tell somebody listen well so before you meet before you propose to somebody at least you must be friends and that is what we call dating dating simply means that oh start you hey we've been in this church for a while so what do you do? blah 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 okay hey can we can we go to kfc this evening can we go to kfc i want us to go out together are you understand what i'm saying so we have a date it doesn't mean that we have to marry that is not marriage that is not courtship but will you go out on a date with me so that doesn't mean that no you have to propose the problem most people are having you cut this you break your heart you cut this one she breaks your heart you cut this one he breaks your heart then you cut this one she breaks your heart is because most of the times you only saw the person you don't know the person all you saw was the figure of the person that's all you don't know anything more so we have replaced dating with courtship or relationship i don't know if you have to even use it anymore is somebody understanding what i'm talking about is somebody understand what i'm talking about yes. are we on the same page yes. yeah ask somebody who is your friend ask your friend, who's your friend? so ladies in the house my gentlemen in the house you don't go and accept proposal and you don't go and propose before you say can we know each other you've turned it upside down if you didn't know me on what basis were you saying that you want to marry me (laughs) you didn't know me so what basis were you saying you want to marry me so if you also didn't know him on what basis did you say yes i will marry you what do you know and then you go and then you come back and say no 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 in fact where the guy eats when we go to public i can't marry such a guy he get a engineer there was no friendship am i talking to somebody here charlie i thought i I was teaching a good message yeah. But they are, they are, they are front your faces. They are. <laughs> Thank you. Can I preach? <laughs> I'm dialing their numbers. All right. Then pick the call. If I dial your number, pick the call right now. All right. All right. So that's very, very important. All right. And you see, when you are going out, when you are going out with somebody, or like what we call the date, you have not proposed to the person. Most of the times, it's advisable. You go with another person. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's advisable you go with another person. Um, and I know you say I'm Kolo, but don't worry, let me be Kolo. You don't go out 10 p.m., 11 p.m. What kind of friendship is that? What are you trying to do? And then that date, the first date, you no know, romantic dinner. Candlelight, candle, as you candle, a Then when you see her face, you are seeing shadows in her eyes. No, 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 no. You that can't be friendly dates. There are certain dates that are for lovers. You understand it? Like when Reverend Pani and um, Lady Aisha goes out, uh-huh. or like your 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 dates, yes. I saw that you guys did what I told you to do. I will inspect you. How many of married people took their wives out last week? Let me see your hand. Charlie, everybody clap your hands for him. Ah, did you do it? Abala. Oh, my brother. Huh? <laughs> uh, but if you didn't, it's still not late please take your wife out can i hear somebody say amen Amen. all right and then when asked out on a date by your friend when he has not proposed to you when there is no proposal yet like i said go with someone else bishop matthew um pastor matthew ashimolo said he said if a man invites you on a date five times without proposing to you if you are a godly lady and a wise lady 
you will pull back from such a relationship. Somebody asks you for it. So you went to Papaya, the next time you went to KFC, the next time you went to, how do you call it? Something. What, did, what, what, what place have you been going to? Why? Filippo. Been eating tilapia. Okay. So, somebody asks you out for a date, one, two, three, four, five, and you don't see anything. If you are a wise lady, you don't continue. You, you pull a break. Because, and, and listen to what I'm going to say carefully. There are some people that emotionally take advantage of others. There are some irresponsible men who would just, they just want to satisfy their, um, what should I call it? Emotions or satisfy themselves in a way. Alright? So they just want to be in a company of a lady, but they don't want to be committed. So, Today, oh, Aunt Sensia, go on a date. Tomorrow, oh, go on a date. The next day, date. The next time, date. Every week, the person is taking you out. But he's not saying anything. You are not seeing any seriousness. All, all the person is just doing is date, 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 date. Such a person is just taking, just taking advantage of you emotionally. You just pull out. Ladies, did you hear what I said? You, you listen so that don't come back and tell me that he has broken your heart and then if you're a man and you keep on taking people out on a date you see for a lady once you take her out one you take her out two you say oh bishop i didn't say anything no you have said something and let interpret it differently ladies is that true yeah you can't you can't Every week you come, you bring a chocolate. This Sunday you give a chocolate. The next time you give her this. The next time oh, we are going out, we are doing this. And so, but I didn't say anything. Kotobunku. What do you mean by I didn't say anything? You've said too much. Yes, you've acted everything. And you lead her on. You give her hope that, oh, something will happen. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? All right. So once you do this and you become friends and listen i'm emphasizing the friendship because it is very very important it's very very important there are people who people you thought you knew, knew somebody only to realize later on that you didn't know the person at all and watch it you can be friend with somebody in the church the day the person tells you i'm interested immediately changing towards each other suddenly you start becoming proper towards each other i don't call it pretense but it is natural suddenly you become aware of yourself it is like a lady who has reached puberty suddenly you become aware if you grew up in a place where you used to bath outside by the gutter as a guy when you grow to a certain level you become aware of yourself suddenly you don't want anybody to see your nakedness once you have a teenage boy in the house and you're a lady, you're going to their room, they will tell you, why didn't you knock before entering my room? I mean, they become aware. Is, is that right? Now, once you tell somebody, or somebody begins to feel like, we are going out, immediately, there are some things the person could do before the person can't do it anymore. So if you are not friends, and you started a relationship on, I want to marry you, there are some things that will begin to hide. You won't see it. You miss a lot of window. You miss a lot of things. Because now when the person is coming, they do makeup, you know, at first the person you are eating with the person, they, they will eat contemporary, you know, <laughs> and things like that. Now, oh, we are boyfriend, girlfriend, so Charlie, the lady will start, you know, hey. and then the things that normally the person would have been angry about. Now this person, <laughs> but the person wasn't your friend you say, so you would have known the person for who he or she is am i teaching something here are you with me sir all right some of the questions we may have to answer later on is how to be friends with somebody before you get into a relationship but well 
leave that for another day and then there is another thing people must consider before making a heart commitment in fact it is believed that when you start dating you have to do medical screening and things like that know your blood type your what are some of the things sickling um fertility tests and all those things i think that you should know them before you even start some things once you believe you are the age where you want to marry you should know you should know your sex you should know you should know you should have done fertility tests before to know where you stand so that and some other um things that hepatitis these are okay um, lady Aisha, you are the best to advise me these are things you are supposed to do regularly intermittently you are supposed to do them hepatitis b tests hepatitis c and some of those things hiv these are things that we are encouraged to do from time to time huh yeah hiv you know how it is transmitted it is mainly through sex but other means too especially when you are in certain professions and things like that so don't go and say that oh uh, oh me, me for hiv because no kubumi. meanwhile you know very well that you your own sano. no somebody say amen oh can i hear somebody say a better amen? amen all right so please note that there is a crucial decision to be made before you get into proposing to somebody that i want to marry you you must first of all find out is it the will of god is it the will of god and i'm using the phrase the phrase is it the will of god because god does not choose marriage partners for people mm-hmm. god does not. i did not say god cannot i don't know what is between god, but what i know is that god does not you have to make a choice but you need to find out is it the will of god and in the will of god there are two things in the will of god we have what we call the perfect will of god and the permissive will of god and when you read the book of Numbers, chapter 22, I think verse 10, there about it talks about Balaam and Balak. Balaam was going to prophesy. God didn't want him to go, but he will keep on telling Balak, allow me, let me go and pray and come back. Let me go and pray. Let me see what God will say. So finally, God said, if you want to go, go. That is not the will of God. If you want to go, go. But you must know if it is the will of God somebody say amen. amen and if you if you are in the will of god there are things that show but also you need to find out this person i want to marry do we agree with one another do, do we agree because amos chapter 3 verse 3 can two work together except except what except they agree so you need to find out do we agree when we say do you agree it doesn't mean that you must agree on everything <laughs> but there are major things that there must be agreements on there are major things that there must be agreement on is that okay and that is not the same as we don't disagree we don't argue and things like that no it's not the same as that one one of the things you must check is doctrinal differences doctrinal differences what does this person believe in what do i believe in i want to make some maybe quite some heavy statements um (laughs) i don't think a christian should marry an unbeliever it's not like i don't think the bible does not because the bible says that do not be equally yoked with unbelievers and I don't think that a Christian should marry people of different faith. I'm not talking about denomination. Like, I'm in Perez Chapel, the person is in Pentecost. That's what I'm talking about. We agree on our doctrines, may have differences, but our core beliefs are the same. 
We believe in the virgin birth together. We believe in salvation through Christ Jesus alone. We believe in the finished work of the cross. We believe in the second coming of Christ. We believe in the rapture. We believe in eternal judgment. These things are core. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Huh? We don't believe what you see. I can't marry you. I believe in the virgin birth, but you believe in the worship of the Virgin Mary. That's a very different thing. And I'm not too old, but my few years of being a pastor, I've seen so many people who loved each other, but because of faith, they've had to split. I hope somebody understands what I'm talking about. So, in as much as, yes, you want to marry and all of that, be interested. Don't go and fall in love before you find out where the person or what the person worships. Don't send your heart first. These are things you must be sure about. If you marry a Muslim and you give birth, will your children become Muslims or they will become Christians? Ask your neighbor, what will happen? No, no, ask the person for me, what, what is going to happen? What did the person say? You don't know. Yeah. The strong one may win. And most likely the men may win. Alright? Yeah. And then you marry, and then he will tell you, okay. You say, oh, oh, me, I don't mind. I don't mind. He's a Muslim, but he's a cool guy. I love him. Okay, then you marry. Then after you marry, one year later, he tells you that as Muslims, you can marry another one. Yeah. Then you are there. Then we bring another one. <laughs> I feel a bit too Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. Meanwhile, you two don't like sharing. <laughs> and then when you are struggling about how to accept your rival, then your husband comes back and tells you that, look, as Muslim, I can go as much as having four. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. So, and even when people, in, you see, in this day and age, people tell you, I attend so and so church. Don't end there. Find out what they believe. Because there are places where it looks like a church, but it can be a shrine. So the fact that you hear something, something, something gospel international <laughs> does not make it Christian. You must know what they believe in. Maybe one of these days I'll talk about the benefits in marrying from the same denomination. But let me just say this to you. Every marriage goes through phases and through problems. I'm not saying that if you're married from a different denomination, your marriage is wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm only advising those who are here to choose. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But every marriage goes through different phases. Maybe... Do we have somebody here who is married more than 25 years? 20, 25 years? Can you be hard at me? I know Mr. Bleba and Co. Okay, you've married for longer. Yes. 20, yes. And there about. Some of you 30 years and Co. Isn't it? Have you ever had problems in your marriage before, sir? Have you had problems in your marriage before? Oh, sit down, sit down. Yes. He says yes. Okay. Mama, sometimes a little brushes here and there, isn't it? So problems in marriages are not out of place right but sometimes what aggravates matters is how it is solved sometimes the easiest way to solve a problem is when both of you attend the same church i'm saying sometimes when people are reasonable because if you are for example in zoeland and you and your wife there is an issue it is very very easy to walk up and say that look bishop we are having this challenge or reverend pani we are having this challenge okay so they, they will see the two of you down but if your wife is in so so and so and then you are in chapel and there is a problem and then we have to call your wife and then your wife is seeking counsel from a man of god and then you are also seeking counsel from a man of god and then sometimes she interprets the counsel in a certain way you also interpret the counsel in a certain way and then both of you meet <laughs> do you begin to see the problem 
Church, are, are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. There are times when myself and my wife we've had to go to counseling from Mama Vivi, from Archbishop, and it's so easy. These are our pastors. So once my pastor says that Ray, this, 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 yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any other man of God to go and see. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? So that is one of the advantages. It makes things very, very easy. Amen. All right. And then you also have to know that everything must be based on God's word. Your marriage must be on the foundation of God's word. Give me my face down. All right. It must be on the foundation of God's word. Very, very important. It must be on the foundation of God's word. So don't start it on a wrong footing. If you are not married, make it, let it be on God's word. Tell somebody, let it be on God's word. Yeah. So if you are not married, keep it on God's word. Don't go start cooking for the person you are having sex. And when you go cry, you don't even look, do it like an unmarried person. You go and you, you do it even more than people who are married. You go, you do morning, afternoon, and evening. They use you rough, rough like that. No. Keep it on God's word. Tell somebody, keep it on God's word. I don't know what you mean. Why are Tell the person, keep it on God's word. Amen? Yeah. Today's Sunday, some of you ladies, I hope you are not getting ready to go and cook for somebody. When we close, go home. Uh, tell somebody, go home. Go home when we close. Go home. Yeah. You go, you go and wash. You go and cook. Now with TV, free, you can't sound. What sound you know? I'm not just for so you're not sure. Say, man, you have to be. Anybody you are dating who is seeing you, smooching you, leave the person today. Hey, what's up with you, I'm preaching. Yeah. It's a good message, you. It's a good message. But keep it on God's word. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? So, all these cooking skills that you've used to go and serve this guy you are not married to, when you marry him, what, what else would you show him? Another dimension. <laughs> yeah. So, there is nothing anymore. There are some ladies you are in a relationship. Let me tell you, you can be there for 10 years. The guy will never marry you. I'm not, I'm not prophesying doom, but I'm just telling you the reality. Because you see, what you are doing for him, what you are doing is more than marriage. The only thing left for him is to impregnate you. That's all. Because you cook, you wash, you help him pay his bills, you give him sex anytime he wants it. So, tell, tell me, why should he marry you? Some of you, you've been there three years now. When we ask you, are you in a relationship, uh, Bishop? It's kind of. It will remain kind of for a very long time. You have to change. Somebody say a big amen. amen. And then you have to look at the personal qualities. If I don't finish this in the first service, I will continue in the second service. But you have to look at the personal qualities. Be sure that the person is spiritually matured. Yeah. I'm not saying that the person should be a pastor. But the person should be spiritually matured. Spiritual maturity in the sense of character exhibition. Character. The person is demonstrating Christian character. The person is spiritually mature. You know the Bible says that some have crept in unawares. Paul said that wolves would enter into the church. Not every woman in the church is a woman. Not every man in the church is a man. Some are spirits. Yeah. Some were sent on assignment. I'm telling you. I remember one day, a guy 
brought a lady wanted to marry immediately i saw the girl i said kappa satire i knew this one the guy is gone agent straight he said bishop how did you know oh i'm a spiritual man when i saw, i knew that this one are you understand what i'm talking about so i i i wanted to understand that it's not everything see the devil has a lot of patience contrary to what we think the devil can send an agent to follow you and give you time for five years five years and will just be patient with you there's a true story i heard archbishop share of this guy pastor very very hot pastor uh, maybe you have heard him share that story before found this lady courted the lady prayerful guy but before marriage people were some of the people were picking signals that mm, charlie pray about this thing well uh, no 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 he doesn't want to hear then he married the lady then they went home early morning by that time the marriage is consummated they are done everything to do then the guy the girl wakes this guy up suffer 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 so you have to be very very something are you understand what i'm talking about yeah and that's that the reason why at this point maybe let me put some of i have only two minutes so let me put some of the things together that's the reason why before you marry or before you propose seek counseling i know marriage is your personal life and so it's my personal life why should i go and ask my pastor whether it's right or wrong well that it's true it's your personal life but you must understand that the church and your pastor are your spiritual parents are you understand what i'm talking about yeah i used to hear archbishop say it i never understood it later on i started understanding because i had a problem one day when somebody goes to propose to a lady and then they come to you and they say pastor or bishop this is the lady i want to marry if it's not good what do you think i'll say huh i won't say anything i know you are wondering why i won't say anything but you've already proposed to her you brought her to me to come and tell me that this is the one you are going to marry oh i'll ask you when do you want to marry and we'll bless it for you we'll bless it for you <laughs> you are shaking your head <laughs> but you think i should say something no that's no that's not why he came uh-huh. he said although he has proposed i should advise him and no when you when you advise him you see like you're saying at the back he will go and tell the lady or the guy that my bishop doesn't want us to marry yes and and there are people who have left church because of some of these things and now uh, bishop no crowd eh? or jealousy eh? oh me by the grace of god i'm married to a very beautiful lady are you understand what i'm talking about yeah. so i'm not <laughs> and and honestly my prayer and god knows my prayer is that i wish every single person here who is at the age of marriage should marry that's my prayer so i would never be an impediment in anybody who wants to marry but you must do it right you are back you've chosen fix a date go and tell your mother and your father that this is the woman i want to marry <laughs> you've turned it upside down then when everything is said in fact some people we don't even know of your counseling we don't know who counseled you we don't know who who, who did anything for you then we just come and say oh, uh, uh, this person this person are going to get married i said really what happened <laughs> what happened so uh, i said okay when are they married then they come then i say oh, may god bless you <laughs> <May God. laughs> somebody say a big amen that shouldn't be the case but you must make sure that the person is spiritually matured 
spiritually matured. Not somebody who is in a choir, but the person drinks Akpeteshi. No. If the person can drink Akpeteshi, and you marry the person, one day, the person that Akpeteshi will overtake him. He will slap you. And don't say, I didn't know he was not like that. You knew he was like that. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. The person is in the choir, or the person is doing something in church, but the person, you know very well the person has two other girlfriends. He will change. When I marry him, I will change him. Since when did you become the person's Holy Ghost? You can't change people. It's only God that changes people. If you are here with me, say a big amen. amen. And then, check if the person you are going to marry loves God and loves the things of God. The person must love God, the, person must love the things of God. The person is eager about the things of God. The person likes to go to church. Not somebody you are begging him to go to church. You are not even married to the person you are begging him to go to church. Then when you marry, <laughs> you must be sure that the person loves God. The person pays his tight, pays her tights. The person loves God more than pleasure. The person loves God more than pleasure. Everything the person invites you to go and do, is, there is something evil about it. No, that cannot be your thing. Somebody say a big amen. amen. And be sure the person has a vision. The person has a vision for life. The person may not be a rich man, may not be a rich woman, but if the person has a vision, there is hope for your marriage. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. What do you want to do in life? You must know the person wants to use his or her life for person must be somebody who has a vision the person must exhibit signs of responsibility the person doesn't give you gifts on your birthday the person doesn't show concern the person doesn't care when you marry the person there is an issue i'm dealing with i've been dealing with for some time now where this person <laughs> the partner says for more than 10 years happy birthday on tv that i want to assume that happy birthday but you see it's and when the person is like that you can hello even before you marry the person you can know it how can you know it check the way the person behaves he doesn't care about his mother's birthday doesn't care about his father's birthday doesn't care about christmas doesn't care about anything you say well, i'm going for an interview when you go and come the person doesn't call you to ask you how it went they are going for a medical checkup the person doesn't ask you are you okay the person doesn't check on you the person doesn't mind you when you marry such a person and it's your birthday and the person doesn't mind you don't be surprised he gave you warning ahead that me like in your are you understand what i'm talking about and guys don't, don't pride yourself in a, me where i come from these things no me too where i come from these things is alien to us but when one is in christ it's a new creature there are things you have to learn tell somebody learn i don't know person say learn tell the person say i give you permission call the person call tell the person call learn yeah learn learn to buy birthday card learn it I wasn't like that. Me, at first, when you give me card, Christmas card, and those things, I get angry. What's that? Card, any lady. No, but you have to learn it. You have to learn to celebrate people, make people feel special, make people feel good. Look, my wife knows it. I don't like going out. Left to me alone, I will be in a room every day. But my wife, that's what makes her happy. So, even though I don't like it, Last week, you're calling this week, they be strong. Give you, <laughs> you know, once a while, I have to take her, go to this place, go to that place, sit down, have a meal together, something, you know. Yeah, I mean, yes, if you're clapping, I'll clap it. Uh, yeah. And then, when you have children, 
when we have children, once a while, you say, oh, I'm not, I don't have money. You don't need to have money. Once a while, take them to that special watch joint. It, it doesn't have to be buffet at Golden Tulip or something. No, it could be just a watch joint. But when you go, let them give you a round table. It could be a choba. Don't mind your wife, but let, together with your children, let them feel like you've taken them out. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Now they did be a subaysa. Kwe, ni akpa o shito. Kwe, ni shito ni akpa o ngobemi. How did I tell you? Ya kasa o mpase yebika. Eh? I'm even preaching. I see the way you have made your face. You, like, it's like, Bishop, stop talking about what you are talking about. But whether you change your face or not, I'm still preaching. Eh? Some of you, you've never taken your children out before. Never in your life. When you are going out there, if you are blessed, you have a car. Sometimes just sit in the car with your wife and your children. Where are we going? Nowhere. Just drive around small. Yeah, just drive around. Don't no, just go. Go around. Go around now and come. And come. So many years ago, we took our children to um, Pram Pram. They were, they were little. I was surprised that they didn't remember it. They were little. They still remember it. We took them there for how many years? Some. Yeah. And I saved for it too. Because but, but I, I had to say for it because you don't you don't need to punish them because you when you were growing up nobody took you out so your children must also know why why sometimes just put your children put your wife in the car put on some music make the music loud in the car the doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Around. If you don't go anywhere, you burn 50 cities for Just burn it small, then you come back. Then you come and pack. Now, the only you do if you are, hey, what are you doing in the hall? Come on, get out, go to your room. Hey, I don't like food. No, 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 no. Then you eat. Hey, it's your own Then you drink the water. Hey, have you done homework? Hey, all of you. What are you sitting there? What are you? Get out! Go! Go! Are there demons you are casting out? Are there demons? Some of you parents, you have not had your children before. Never, never. You've never had your children. You say how? It's true. There are people in church like that. After all the preaching, you still don't want to change. If you don't change, we will change you. Eh? so you ladies and guys when you are going to marry watch these things watch men who are like that watch ladies who are like that there is a guy we used to work with some years ago anytime the, the wife you know how we got to know the wife came to the office to come and compare that ah, pay my husband we say oh, he takes a salary everybody <laughs> he goes to your bank you know what the guy does he has a family he doesn't have enough he has taken loans so he, financially they were struggling but anytime they pay him this guy we go and buy kenke and pork. Komike domedo. You will eat the pork and the kenke. When you finish, then you clean his mouth. Then you will go home. He is a wicked, wicked, wicked. Guess what? The marriage collapsed. Eh? So, watch it. Guys who you say you love somebody, you can't call the person. You can't, you can't sustain conversation for five minutes. You have a problem. Lady, you said you want to marry that guy. When he, anytime he calls you, you are busy. Oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. But you say you want the guy to marry you. Why? Some of you, too, when we call you to make the conversation something. Hey, 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 when I said I was busy the last time, and then you call me back, and when you call me back, and then I don't like that. Oh, Charlie, this year you will find love in the name of Jesus. 
I said, so listen, if you are married, when you go home today, start changing. There's nothing wrong to change. There's nothing wrong to change. In fact, the fact that you can change means that you're a strong man. If you've never had your children, today when you go home, come, just don't say I want to hug you. Just, just meet them on the way and just hold them. Uh, if you're a military man, too, don't hold them like you want to fight. Come here. He's here. He said, oh, Bishop said you should hug them. When you see them coming on, quiet, baby. Daddy, why? He said, oh, Don't you know I love you? Bishop, I love you. <laughs> Bishop says, I love you. <laughs> eh? Tell somebody, change. Yeah. If you are in a relationship, today at least begin to change. Make some changes. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Let me say one last thing before I, before I quickly end it. When you're in a relationship, even though I'm talking about showing love and all those things, don't buy expensive gifts for the person you are not married to. Yeah. Don't, don't buy... If you're, you ladies, when you are in love, you can do anything. No? Yeah, you can easily take your whole salary <laughs> and buy something for, for a man just because you are in love. Please, don't, don't be doing those things. And then I want to Then you come to the office... <laughs> Say Bishop, Adia Yemio, Adia Yemio, Adia. Yes, why investing? Your investment is gone bad. Hmm? Look, until you marry a person, it can be men's gold, or it can be government bonds. So be careful. Give gifts. But don't go and carry your whole salary and go and give gifts. You know, you bought the person deep freezer, you paid the person school fees, you bought a fridge. Yes, you, you say I'm investing into your business. No. You please don't do that. Yeah, you can buy gifts. Buy him chocolate, buy a dress. Once in a while, you can buy a shirt. You know, you can buy socks, you can buy. No, no, not pants, but <laughs> should, I... <laughs> should I say it? I should say it. Uh, yeah, but you know, buy you can buy watch, some yeah bracelet, chain, something, not gold chain. Uh, yeah. Some, something, you know, are you understand what I'm talking about? The person can appreciate it, but you didn't need to carry your entire life savings to do that. It's very, very important. Eh? Yes. And when you buy the person gift, make sure you buy the person books too. Any man you want to marry who doesn't want to read, the man is not likely to change. Even when... Buy books. Buy books. Invest. Buy books. Gifts. Oh, this, this book, anybody in a relationship, when we close, go buy this book and go and give to the person. Are you here? Yeah. So if both of you are in church, your own, she should go and buy your own. Then you do exchange. <laughs> yeah. And things like that. It's very, very important. Huh? Not that, oh, you know, hey, they have sacked me school fees. Then you go and take a loan. Yeah. And I, Hey, this is my car, cra. You, you don't have a car. You are going to. Hey. No. It's not like that. Tell somebody it's not like that. And tell the person, take it easy. You see, some of the things say, until you marry, you won't understand it. When people are in a relationship, it comes from you sometimes like Bishi. Do you know Bishi? Yeah, Bishi. It comes on you, Tsar, come. When you marry a pair, and then you go to the house. Then you have sex. Once you have sex, but then the Bashir. But Bashir, Shibu. Then suddenly you come to yourself. Then you deal with reality. So some of these things we are telling you, listen. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, most of the times, you the ladies, even after sex, your Bashir doesn't go. But we the men, immediately we finish. Oh, Bashir. Men, is it true or not? No, you see, when we are on fire, 
the way we feel. And that is why you have to wait till you marry. You see, in marriage, the more you have sex with the person, the more you love the person. But when it's the person feel like, oh, if I can have you, I can have another one. May God bless us. Yeah. You all. All right. So in the second service, I will continue. In the second service, I will do a summary of what I've done, and then I will continue. I didn't even do half of what, I've, what I should do today. But are you blessed? Yeah. Are you sure you are blessed? Married people, were you blessed? Yes. Single people, were you blessed? Yes. All right. And so this month is going to be very, very interesting. So when we close, start making friends. Hmm? Make friends, make friends, make friends. And God will bless us. All right. Bow down your head, let's pray. If you are here today, your sins have not been forgiven. You want God to forgive you your sins. That is the only way by which you can begin to experience love in your life it is when your sins are forgiven if you want your sins forgiven please lift up one hand i want to pray for you the love of god is to forgive you your sins if there is anybody here your sins are not forgiven please lift up one hand let me pray with you all right if there is nobody here shall we all please rise to our feet let's rise to our feet is there anybody here for the first time today? Is anybody here for the first time? First time today? Oh, let's put our hands together. Today's your first time. Please take your Bible. Take your Walk to me in front here. Walk to me in front here. Today's your first time. Church, can we do it better? Awesome. Oh, face me. Face me.